Hey, are you here? I know it's it's my pandemic hair, you know. <laughs> Just grew it out. Hey, I'm a big old pro. <laughs> are you good? What's that? <laughs> Do you get a haircut? No, I've I've been giving him haircuts. <laughs> well, you're looking good, Bryce. How you feeling, buddy? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, we we really bounced back um, from just getting hit with everything. It was it was a wild time. I mean, I, you kind of kept updated. I was like sending yeah. out like newslettery things or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, <laughs> a little, little scary. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you never know, you know. So I'm glad that you and your mom and Bryce are all doing well. So yeah, made it through. Thankfully. You? I'm I'm still doing well, Bryce. Thank you for asking. Um, I miss Sky's the Limit and playing hoops with you guys, though. It sounds like we probably won't be able to get together this, this season. But um, hopeful for seeing you guys soon enough and uh, getting back on the court when uh, everything clears up here. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for saying hi, Bryce. Bye, Zach. All right, Bryce. Take care, buddy. What's up, Sky's the Limit community and beyond? We have a super cool podcast feature for you. Jeff Ballard. He was a co-recipient of the Joseph McGuera Honorary Service Award for Inclusivity in 2018 after dedicating almost a decade of time with our Sky-sponsored basketball team in the Expand program for people with special needs. But he also volunteers with Expand as a peer participant and coach for all sorts of sports the whole year around. He's going to tell us about how he got started back in the Washington, D.C. area in high school and how him and his friends continued on the fun once they all moved to Boulder together. We also learn about his work as an engineer for Lockheed Martin, some cool special projects he does for national defense, although he'll humbly admit it's just another day at the office for him. But stay tuned for the whole episode because I got the chills. And not the kind that you get when you contract the coronavirus but those goosebumps that you get when an amazing story is shared and comes full circle. Truly magical moments that Jeff has gotten to witness in life, and he shares with us. So thank you for joining. Sky's the limit and beyond. What's your story? What's Jeff Ballard's story? (laughs) Um, My story... It's a pretty loaded question, but, uh, yeah. um, you know, just about I whatever, guess how you, like, I know, I know we've got the sky's the limit thing, but I mean, what it is, is you're a volunteer who, who has spent so much time in special, special needs community. Um, and so just getting to know you as a person, that's really, you don't have to, you don't have to like color the perspective in whatever way, you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, I can. And that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm not trained as a, um, you know, someone that, that works with them with the special needs community, like on a daily basis or anything like that. I'm, I'm strictly a volunteer. So I don't want to say I kind of stumbled upon the community, but you know, growing up, I didn't have any friends or family members or anything like that, that were part of the special needs community. Um, the first time I was kind of a part of it, um, you know, I just 
started high school. This is back. I grew up in the uh, the DC area, yeah. just south of DC, um, in Springfield, Virginia. So one of the suburbs. And uh, you know, my parents had always had me involved in sports and so forth. You know, playing soccer, baseball, basketball. You know, pretty much everything growing up. So I love sports. And um, you know, once I started high school, they're like, "Hey, you need to start joining some clubs." You know. So then Jeff actually goes on to tell us about the inspiration of being a part of his first special needs challenger baseball event in high school and how. Who am I to, to complain about anything in my life? Like these people are overcoming mm. challenges that, you know, a lot of us would, would never even imagine. And, you know, kind of from that point forward, it was, it was kind of something I always wanted to be a part of. And, um, Challenger Baseball did that all through high school and then kind of moved on to different things afterwards. Wow, that's cool, man. That's awesome. And so what I want to do right now is actually cut to his story that he shares uh, once he's in college because I think it's so brilliant, fascinating. It has this beautiful uh, full circle experience. Um, So I'm going to do that. Yeah, man. So then did you kind of keep hanging with the community a little bit too, uh, after high school or what'd you find out? Yeah. So, um, you know, like first year I went to, um, university of Virginia and again, my buddy, Tim, who I did challenger baseball with, he was there. Um, he went to UVA as well. And then Kyle, who you, who you know, um, he lived literally next next door to Tim and I in our, our first year dorm. Geez. You guys are like, go way back. Okay. (laughs) I know. And uh, we're old now. So it's yeah, like 20, yeah. I guess that would have been like 23 years ago now. So we're all in our early 40s and, um, you know, kind of stuck together, you know, That's moving cool. from Virginia out to, to the Boulder area. Um, so anyway, like first year, we didn't really do much. The second year that we were there, so our sophomore year, um, Kyle actually was friends with um one of the the soccer players on the uh, women's soccer team okay uh, her name is uh katie kishore and uh uh nay tracy katie tracy and, and she was just an incredible athlete she was like captain of the team she played on like the uh like u16 u19 national teams like nice you know the u.s not like big time she was also a, a basketball player on the uh UVA basketball team, et cetera, Stunned. you know, all American honor, like just a wonderful, wonderful one. It's like, so anyway, um, part of being on the, uh, the, the women's soccer team, you know, they like to get back to the community and spend time in the community. And so we did Kyle and I, um, and Tim joined up with Katie to do, uh, what, was then known as, as unified softball. Um, so different names for basically the same thing. Yeah. And, um, we get up and I think it was again, springtime. We get up at, you know, eight in the morning, which for a college kid is kind of oh, tough yeah. sometimes on a, on a Saturday. Oh gosh. That, yeah. <laughs> and, and we go over to the local park and, uh, um, so we kind of got involved that way with, uh, again, it was, it was baseball, softball. I think it was softball for, um, for this for this group and again i had another similar experience to um you know just an experience that left an indelible mark on 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 my mind um Mm. 
there was a kid his uh his name was crosby and um he was probably i don't know five six years old at the time so cute as could be and he was a he was a child with um down syndrome and you know it was like the first game of the season so you know early march something like that a little bit cold out and he um you know it was his turn to come up to bat and he just like marches right up to the uh to the batter's box you know he takes his stance and uh he's got you know his tongue sticking out like concentrating you know all that good stuff like michael jordan used to do <laughs> and um you know we had a, a dad one of the dads of the kids was uh pitching and you know he throws the ball crosby swings he misses throws the ball again crosby swings and he misses and this is not an exaggeration but i kid you not it must have been 30 pitches oh. that he swung every single time yeah missed every time and you know if if you're not used to being in the community you might think you know this is you know like is he getting embarrassed you know like you start to worry about it but yeah, I, I, I swear like, like oh yeah yeah exactly and so you know you're, i'm looking at him and he's just got that same look of, of determination on his face like never wavers i think at one every point pitch, every pitch every pitch and I, and I swear when when i say 30 pitches it it, it probably was perhaps even more than that it took I don't know, six, seven minutes or something yeah, like that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So um, I think at some point, one of the parents was like, Hey Crosby, you want a tea? Like, you know, to put the ball on the tee. And I don't even think he acknowledged him. He was just <laughs> so determined to hit the ball. And uh, you know, the, the dad, you know, just kept pitching. Like everyone was just encouraging him the whole time. Yeah. And finally, like on the 31st pitch or something, you know, he just rips the ball right down the third baseline, sprints to first, and he just sits there. He gets in his stance ready to, you know, run to second. And I'm playing first base. I'm just like, nice head, Crosby. And he's like, thanks. And he's just like ready to go. You know, like, yeah. didn't even care. And I'm just like, this is amazing. You know, yeah. these people, you know, that are part of the community are just so supportive of, you know, people with different needs and abilities and all that. And, like I had tears in my eyes at first base, just kind of watching this yeah. this cute little kid, yeah. you know, five six years old, just with such determination and steadfastness to to finally achieve, you know, what he was trying to do, and it was amazing. And it, you know, it's one of those times that you just kind of remember in life. And you know, if you're ever struggling with things in your own life, you're just like, if Crosby can do it, I can do it. You know, oh. you just kind of punch through and just one of my favorite memories from you know at least that time frame of unified sport oh that's beautiful man <laughs> it is. yeah that and that's that's just it is it just opens your heart when you when you spend time around people like bryce and crosby and um sky's the limit community expand community everybody man yeah well, and that and absolutely that's yeah i was just gonna say and and you were just brought it up right before that that um you know it's like maybe someone with a bullying type personality or you know gets to spend time with them i've often said you know similar things to like my wife or my family friends whatever like i swear if, if everyone would just spend 
some quality time with with the the special needs community like there wouldn't be as much anger and vitriol you know like this whole election thing like no i feel like yeah it would just solve so many problems and, and it doesn't even take much you know it doesn't take 40 hours a week it takes like an hour a week or an hour a month or something like that just kind of routinely being a part of it and just kind of teaches you humility and, and understanding and acceptance of, of people that aren't like you in certain ways, you know, and you're absolutely right about that. Uh, man, that's awesome. Because the other part of it is a lot of people might feel sorry for uh, people with special needs or something like that, but they don't feel sorry for themselves. <laughs> no, they um, don't. Yeah. Like while, while Bryce was in the hospital just now, um, for COVID pneumonia, low heart rate, like all this stuff, me, my mom, we're just stressing out. Like you can tell like anybody. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I got so many emails back from people when I like notified them or whatever. So many messages like asking how Bryce doing everything like that. And he, he's like, as soon as he got like his oxygen better, cause he got like, he was still like kind of struggling breathing a little bit, but um, he just was like having a blast, like almost like having all this attention on him and all these nurses coming in and out. And he, he didn't have a care in the world. It felt like, you know, and no. that's, that's kind of the thing. And that, that's what you're sort of expressing too, is, is Crosby uh, just, just had like, he just had a, every moment was new. He was so present, you know? And that's kind of the thing is like, they bring themselves so unfiltered, yeah. you know, like I feel like you and I are, you know, I don't necessarily need to speak for yourself, but uh, it's just this constant, like, am I being honest right now? Like with myself and you got to keep working at like doing that. And like, try, I don't want to like hurt people's feelings or it's like, you know, I don't want to be an at like whatever it is, you know, you don't want to, you will like change your thinking or you change your personality or something like that. And like, they're just, they don't have that. They don't, I'm me, yeah. you know, I'm Bryce, I'm Crosby, yeah. you know, gosh. And, you know, that's, that's a great point. And, uh, you know, you said they don't feel sorry for themselves. And obviously I know you feel the same way, nor should they, you know, there's, no. you know, you know, they, they are who they are and, you know, um, take it or leave it basically. And, uh, for the most part, I'll take, I'll take all of them, you know, just give me, give me as many, um, people from the expand skies of limit community to hang out with. And it's almost always going to be a good time. <clears throat> um, you know, just, <clears throat> excuse me. You're right, man. <clears throat> Got a frog in my throat. Um, just, you know, just every week with skies the limit, um, the basketball team, you know, you just see how much fun they're having and, uh, you know, one night it could be Bryce that makes a half dozen shots. Another night it could be Tiffany or Little Matt, Big Matt. It doesn't matter. I mean, no one really cares. It's, or Evan sitting on the ground and shooting from the ground or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> and, and they're all just having fun. And, you know, they all have their different personalities. And, and that's the great thing about it. It's like, you know, they're people probably don't understand as well as like you do or people that are part of the community, but like they're people just like you and me and they all have their different personalities. And, you know, they like to, some will joke with you. Some are a little bit more quiet and reserved. Some are boisterous and rambunctious. Like, you know, they're just, just like everyone else. And, yeah. um, 
it just kind of really makes it a, a joy to be around and to, to get to know them, you know, on a, on a personal level. And that's one of the great things about being in the expand community. Yeah, expand or, is, by the way, that is remarkable. Um, what Sherry Brown did is probably, I, I wonder if there's national attention of like, this is how to do it, you know, like what she's done and what the whole expand program just continues to do. Um, <clears throat> coming from, you know, back, you know, just kind of going back to in college, you know, we started to kind of get into it more. And that's kind of when Kyle and I um, got into like basketball. And then we also got more into the um, like the Special Olympics state tournaments and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit more of an exciting atmosphere. You know, it's not like a practice on a, a Saturday morning. It's like it's like a rock concert almost, you know, you go in, <laughs> yeah. like we went to, um, I think it was, I don't know. It was, it was, I think it was a basketball state tournament that was held in Charlottesville and, um, Howie Long. I don't know if you know him. He's a yeah. former football player. He's on TV. Now he does like the Fox sports coverage, yeah. but anyway, he was like the MC of the event. And, you know, at the time, this is 20 years ago. So it's probably a little bit closer to his playing days. Um, you know, all the athletes are going up to him, getting them, getting autographs, and like just, just this energy was was part of the festivities, and you know, just having so many more fans cheering on the athletes is just a great time. And then, you know, we both came out here, Kyle and I, and, and Tim was already out here as well, um, and we joined the Expand program, and you know, they're part of the Colorado Special Olympics community as well, so. You know, we've since gone to, you know, softball tournaments up in Longmont. We go to football up in um, Fort Collins, typically is where that is. Um, basketball, I don't know, they kind of moved that around. But, you know, just kind of being part of Expand and also the overall Special Olympics Colorado community uh, is just fantastic. And like you said, Sherry has kind of built this sports program from the ground up and you're absolutely right. Like it could be used as a model everywhere, you know, and with the duck race and all that good stuff, you know, raising money and, you know, things like that, just ingenious ways to kind of continue to support the community is, is, it's just really wonderful, you know, to be a part of. Yeah. 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 The first, so the, the inaugural, uh, Joseph McGarrah honorary service award went to you and Kyle. And then, uh, and then the next year I gave one to Sherry and we got, yeah. got into the newspaper for that one. That was kind of cool. Um, yeah. And we, we appreciate it, but Sherry is certainly way more deserving than me. And Kyle. <laughs> but I still got the, uh, up my desk upstairs. I'm, I'm downstairs right now, but I display that proudly and, uh, you know, just remembering your dad and you know, how much he like truly cared about <clears throat> sky's the limit in the community and, just remembering our conversations that we'd have like he called me up at you know work and you know discuss these details about globe trotters or practice or whatever like going to see you games stuff like that i mean he just he loved it and you know um again it's just great having you carry on carrying on his uh his legacy and you know miss him every every year but uh it, you know just thankful that you're you're here to carry it on Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to do a little, little thing that I can. Uh, 
But speaking of the award, I actually just ordered another one for 2020. I'm going to sneak it into 2020. And I'm going to try to do like a little Zoom presentation uh, to for a woman named Elsa, who's the um, executive director of, oh, I just, I just spilled the beans. Maybe I'll edit this out. But um, this is just a personal <laughs> invitation uh, sure. for Elsa. Um, she's the executive director of um, this place called uh, ACL, Association for Community Living. You probably have heard of it. Um, yeah. You um, one of your podcasts. You were talking to someone yeah, from that yeah, organization. I yep, I talked to um, the a woman who did Latino specific outreach, which is man, that's that like to the barriers. I mean, we you probably listened to it, but the barriers of of language and culture, in addition to special needs, that's a, a very needed area for someone to be doing work in. Um, yeah, absolutely, and. It's tough, you know, and, and, you know, she's doing wonderful things for, for that part of the community. But, but like you said, it's, it's just being able to have people like her and, and others and, and yourself and Sherry, people like that, you know, just the inclusivity that the, that the community brings um, to this, um, you know, to this area is, is we're just to be a part of. But it seems to me that uh, just kind of being able to spend time with 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 these, you know, other kids their age with with cognitive or physical differences um, compared to them, that it kind of really gives them a new perspective. And um, <clears throat> well, hey, wh- wh- what about Jeff Ballard outside of uh, Expand and outside of maybe some of that work? Who, who, who's Jeff? you know i i don't even know what you do actually <laughs> no it's funny i'm i'm an engineer by trade um i work for lockheed martin so i do defense contracting and um whoa. started my career in the was that they said whoa that has a connotation <laughs> yeah no i said yeah they make us get security clearances and all that good stuff but uh it's really not as exciting i mean it's just engineering when it comes down to it uh, but, but yeah, I've been actually in the, uh, defense satellite community, um, pretty much my whole professional career. And I currently work, um, my office is up in Bolton, uh, gun barrel yeah. and <clears throat> we support the Sibbers program, which stands for space based infrared system, which is a technical way of saying that we have satellites that can detect missile launches and then our program will alert the warfighters wherever they may be, uh, should they be in danger, and they can take precautions and defense measures to, uh, yeah. you know, shield themselves from potential attack. So, well, my next question: is, did, Was there any assignment from our current administration when he wanted to do space wars? What did he? What is his flipping thing about space? <laughs> like a cheesy title to it. Space Force. Yeah, so they, yeah, I mean, Force Space Force. That's where I was. Yeah, and that actually, I mean, it affected is probably not the right word, but I'm a small part of that because our customer for the Sibbers program used to be the Air Force. Yeah. uh, United States Air Force. But now, as of this past year, it's now the Space Force. So now our customer has changed from Air Force to Space Force. Yeah. In terms of my day-to-day life, it doesn't 
really change anything. Yeah. Um, there's probably another layer of bureaucracy that, that we need to get past now. But mm. again, as mm. someone who kind of works in the trenches as opposed to <clears throat> that high level Pentagon, yeah. so, <clears throat> it, it doesn't really affect me. Huh. You know, so yeah, is, uh, I had a, a good friend who I was a basketball coach because I also coach like girls basketball just out of high school. Right. Yeah. And, um, he was the JV coach for three years and I was like a C team coach, like for a season and then whatever he got hooked up. And then he, he, he left. Um, and then I became the JV coach after he left, but he, uh, so he was an astrophysicist at Boulder, um, in, um, uh, what is it? Not, uh, what is his lab called? The, um, not Fisk, not, uh, I'm wondering if you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, if you said it, I might recognize it, but you know, because he not off the top of my head. Like dust, like billions of miles away and stuff, like all these crazy things in space. Um, and in his and his physics. Um, but then he just he's forty and he had done fifteen years or so just in higher ed, like with research and all this kind of stuff. And then he just completely switched to wanting to coach basketball, like completely. Like he just, he went and he took a job at Northern Colorado, UNC Bears. Uh, he was willing to like just sweep floors and do like data entry or whatever, but he got lucky and got this like basketball operations got job or whatever. Um, but he just dropped it all and just switched. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so I, and so when I, when I thought about you, I was like, are you just going to, dropping is going to be a director of uh of like special olympics or something like that i don't know yeah if, if you talk to my wife i talk about that more than i probably should <laughs> so hopefully really hopefully my bosses aren't watching but uh yeah um no i mean i that that takes a lot of courage to to kind of drop everything that you've kind of known for your entire professional life and, and just kind of pursue essentially a dream of his so you know yeah. good on him maybe i should get in touch with him to, to see what he says because now that sherry left i was like hey there's an opening on expand you know maybe i want to just kind of it took two her. people to fill it too <laughs> <laughs> exactly um there there are you a, a kind of spirit like yours would obviously go very far nick nick save reese um the guy that started skies um, you know, he, when he first started Skies, he was, uh, um, he was, uh, like working in like restaurants and serving mm -hmm. beer and like doing this and that or whatever. And he, he became a para and he got like a little part-time job as a para to high school. And that's how he knew the Skyler kid. Um, but now he's an executive director of the Flutie, the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation, Autism Foundation. I said all that. Yeah. Wrong. Um, and, yeah, uh, and no, I mean that's right over there in Boston, or yeah, what were you gonna say? Yeah, no, I was gonna say I, li I listened to his podcast. I mean, he's he's a yeah. fascinating guy, and, and um, again, I you know really respect you know someone that kind of pursues their dream. Not that um, you know engineering has, has uh, given me quite a bit, and I enjoy it. And I can't imagine you know, I that, that could be boring at all for you by any means if you're uh, if you're thinking about national defense and space defense and observing satellites and moscow looking at us <laughs> <laughs> no it, it is very cool and you know the people i work with are all um wonderful and, and excellent and committed to you know 
our country's future and so forth. And that's, you know, always reassuring to be a part of. And, and you know, my bosses are wonderful and, and I really do enjoy my job. So as much as I would love to, um, you know, drop everything and become a basketball coach or a member or I don't think I could. By uh, no means do you have to, you know what I mean? To contribute and do, um, uh, do your like part or whatever, if you want to call it that in terms of serving like community, like special needs community or whatever, like you're someone who does far more and beyond than, you know, than anyone could expect or something like that. So like, just cause you like have like a, you're a smart guy or whatever, doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> feel obligated no. to like do something like what we're talking about here. Um, no, I mean, you're much too kind. I mean, I, do you know, um, big John? Um, yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he's been a volunteer with expand for, I don't want to undersell him like 30 something years now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's basically been there since probably close to the beginning and He's retired now. So my goal now is to basically be like Big John. You know, That's cool. once I retire, spend as much time as I can with, with the special needs community. And, you know, he, he basically does everything at this point. You know, there's nothing that he's not a part of. So I'm doing as much as I can with, with the, the free time that I've got, you know, taking part more in the, the Special Olympics, state tournaments, stuff like that. And, it's, and again, it's, it's really... <laughs> It's really just because I enjoy it so much. It's just yeah. a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how to put this the right way, but I feel like I get more out of it than I give, you know, um, just the love and, and, and joy that I see, you know, from Bryce and Tiffany and, and, you know, all the athletes, Matt, you know, all the Skies crew, you know, I just feel like I get the return 10 times you know, from what I can give as, as a single person. So that's awesome. that's why I do it. And, you know, I will certainly do it for the rest of my life as, as far as I'm concerned. So cool. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Hey, that's, that's a great chat that we had here. Um, I don't know anything else you want to add. Um, now the one, the one thing, you know, I was thinking about with the, with the Boulder community is, um, you know, you, I think you brought it up earlier is that, you know, these transitioning from high school to the real world, you know, there's a lot of programs, you know, not just college, but also work programs and, you know, Boulder, you know, sometimes you'll see, you know, like Bryce, he works at the hospital and, um, big Matt, you know, works at one of the local supermarkets and, um, one of our other players, um, yeah, Ian, uh, Ian, uh, had, he bagged groceries or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one works at Target, et cetera. But, um, you know, there's there's a place, um, Ramble on Pearl, um, yeah. that, you know, I don't know, specializes. But they, I think they strictly hire people with, with special needs, cognitive um, differences to, you know, work in their store. It's like a clothing store. And they, they train them up. And, you know, they kind of give them real world experience, you know, trying to, you know, teach them how to interact with customers and stuff, which is fantastic. Um, but I bring that up because I wanted to circle back to the Crosby story earlier, yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty interesting. So uh, Katie Kishore, who we volunteered with, she was the uh, the athlete, the UVA soccer player, basketball player who yeah. um, volunteered with Kyle and I. 
anyway, you know, down the road, some 15 years later, um, she ends up having a child with Down syndrome. You know, oh, wow. I don't want to say as luck would have it, but that's that's what happened. And just the cutest little girl you could possibly imagine. And um, just recently, um, I think her daughter's six-ish now. Just recently, she decided to open up a similar coffee shop where they hire people with special needs, et cetera, um, to kind of run that coffee shop. And, you know, they were supposed to open earlier this year, but with the pandemic, I think they just started kind of getting things up to speed. So anyway, I stay up to date on on the happenings with her Kindness Cafe is what it's called. Oh, that's cool, and, yeah. And, it, and it's in Charlottesville. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like the beginning of this year. It was like literally right around the time things started closing down was when they were going to open. Um, yeah. So it, it's like located in the um, the Charlottesville YMCA. And, you know, so again, they, they hire the, 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 the work staff um, typically has special needs and, you know, they've got directors and all that stuff. But, you know, the people that are doing the day-to-day, you know, work um, typically have special needs. So she sent out an email and this is, again, 20 years later now. And one of the first people that she hired to work in the Kindness Cafe was Crosby. And, you know, wow. I think about him all the time. I was just like, I mean, tears in my eyes. I was like, you got to yeah. be kidding me. Like, you know, I saw this kid 20 years ago. He's left an indelible mark on, on me, you know. And, you know, one of the first people, even before they've got their operations up and running, is, is Crosby. And I was just like, I recognize that face. I know who that is. And uh, Magic. apparently he's doing a great job. So it's just kind of good to see that and, you know, kind of bring things full circle a little bit. Uh, that was powerful. Um, yeah, no, I, again, every time I see his face, it's just, <laughs> just get emotional just thinking about it because, um, yeah, it was just amazing to see. And, and it, it literally like changed my life, you know, how I view things and yeah. just perspective on a lot of stuff and, and the humility um, that allows you to kind of get through tougher times and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, pretty cool to see. And I can't wait to, to visit again and, and see him and um, go see Katie at her, at her new Kindness Cafe in, in Charlottesville. Yeah, the, the last thing I'll say too is um, uh, it's so interesting. You know, Katie was this like super athlete, super achieving stud or whatever too, right? I'm sure that her perspective of achievement is different now. You know, uh, and and just like I, personally, like I've 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 changed my idea of what achievement you know might be or whatever. By all means, just hanging with Bryce and stuff. Um, just kind of talking about high achievers. Sorry, you just reminded me That's of something funny. I read last week. Um, there was, there was like a, an article or a headline I saw and it was like, you know, um, Rayford Johnson is the man's name, you know, dies at age 80 or something, you know, American hero, decathlete, et cetera. I'm like, I've never heard of this guy, Rayford Johnson. You know, I don't know who he is. And so I started looking him up cause you know, they claimed he was an American hero. And, um, turns out that he was Caitlyn Jenner before Caitlyn Jenner was Bruce Jenner. Like he was the the top U.S. decathlete um, back in the '50s and, and '60s, and so back then, you know, he was kind of known as you know the greatest athlete in, in the world. 
Um, he won the gold medal at the 1960 Olympics in the decathlon. Um, he also played um, basketball at UCLA under John Wooden. Nice. Uh, John Wooden, yeah, John Wooden claimed that he was, you know, the best athlete that he ever coached. Um, so yeah, this is like in the late 50s or something. And yeah. you know, this this man Rayford Johnson, he was he was like the first uh, black class president of UCLA. Um, you know, basically the world at his fingertips after he, um, you know, kind of gave up his amateur status because back then in the Olympics, you had to be an amateur. Um, he starred in movies like he was in a James Bond film. He was in television shows. God, um, yeah, he did everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, eventually, like after that, he, he kind of wanted to get into politics. So he was he became friends with um, Robert F. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy's brother. Yeah. And he was kind of helping him with his his presidential campaign in 1968. And he was actually there when Robert F. Kennedy was shot and assassinated. And he tackled uh, the gunman and, you know, kind of prevented other people from getting hurt in that situation. Oh, my God. I, yeah, that so, would be a national hero of sorts. Yeah. So it gets better. So anyway, so I'm, reading about this guy. I'm like, this guy's amazing. You know, he's, he's like this wonderful human being. And, you know, I'm kind of surprised. That I don't know who he is. You know, Rayford Johnson, never heard of him. Yeah. So anyway, not surprisingly, you know, RFK was, was really good friends with him. And, um, you know, there was a time when Rayford thought that he was going to get into politics. And, you know, after RFK was shot, um, he went into this deep depression. Mm. And, you know, weeks went by, people didn't hear from him until finally um, Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who started the Special Olympics organization, um, she reached out to him because she was, you know, the brother of RFK. And she's like, hey, why don't you come to Chicago? And they were having like their first like kind of big like Olympics, if you will, in Chicago. Mm. So he goes there and he has a wonderful time. And he's like, starts to feel a little bit better about himself. So like a couple of weeks go by, he calls up um, Eunice Kennedy again. He's like, hey, you know, I kind of want to get involved with, with, you know, the Special Olympics. So she invites him out again. You know, he partakes, he helps out with, with whatever events going on. And it turns out that, long story short, he's full in on Special Olympics. This is a guy, again, wow. Olympic athlete, used to be the greatest. Yeah. yeah, athlete in the world, tackling murderers, tackling assassinators. Yeah, world at his fingertips, and he literally devotes the rest of his life to supporting and growing the Special Olympics movement. And he, you know, he basically started the Southern California chapter. He was the president. He was on the board, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm, I'm minimizing it, but again, he spent like the last forty years of his life, or something like that, wow. involved with Special Olympics. And you know, again. Never heard of this guy in my life, and I just could not believe the story. And it's, you know, not surprising, you know, being a top-level athlete, because I think he kind of saw the spirit in, in the athletes that he was mentoring and coaching kind of within himself. And yeah, just to be able to kind of give back in that respect is kind of what kept him, you know, going after such a trying time in his life. And just yeah. found that to be truly inspirational and, you know, just happened to read about it like last week and I thought it was a pretty cool story. So there's a therapy for sure of 
serving our, our community. Um, yeah, man, no doubt. Appreciate your time. Just glad to be a part of it. And again, if you need anything, just let me know. And- yeah, cool. Good. Yeah. Uh, again, thanks for your Thursday afternoon. Uh, it's going to snow tomorrow. Hopefully it won't be too bad. Yeah, I know. Looks like it's about to snow out there right now. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Overnight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Stay in touch and uh, be well. For sure. You too. All right, buddy. Take care.